Quarantine this Welcome to the Star Wars Collector's Archive Podcast, hosted by Sky Payne, Fudd, and Steven B. Danley. Sky and Steve began their 11th season by taking a deep dive into the Sarlax pit to discuss Nikto in more detail than you thought imaginable. Movie thoughts, hard copies, fake hard copies, mock-ups, Hungarian calendars, surprisingly cool foreign variants, POTF price checks, and a completely optional poetry slam. Let the 77 backs begin with Boba Fett's lamest wingman on the Kivecast. Wampa Wampa. Welcome to Kivecast 106. Yeah, so Steve, the last couple months we've just gotten really goofy. Um, I, I mean, we've <laughs> the, whole, been... the whole world has gotten goofy, Sky. <laughs> yeah, the whole world got goofy. But I mean, first we had our, our 10-year anniversary. Um, yeah. Which actually didn't really hit home until I just said it right now. Yeah. But that's pretty nuts. Um, and then it's the nuts. whole the whole uh, COVID thing, which Ron Ron put together, and I thought was great. Yeah, um, that was a lot of fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I think we're going to do another one of those where we'll just kind of call random people and and you know see how they're doing. Um, but today we're going to. I, I just I was thinking, Steve, what do we want to do? And we're going to be talking about Nikto, the first of the seventy-seven back characters we're going to cover. Yep. Um, yep. Wait, did we skip the Ewoks again, or did we actually? No, we covered them in one hundred and five. Yeah, or the the one before that, we uh, yeah we got the uh, the two missing Ewoks. <laughs> yeah, that's how bad my memory is with the show, Steve. I don't remember because <laughs> we did two episodes. That was the tenth anniversary. <laughs> yeah, that was tenth anniversary. But yeah, so so we are going to get so into Nikto. We are going to be yeah. up to our elbows in Nikto. Like I yeah, want I you was, to imagine was... Nikto as being a, a cat, like a cow giving birth. And we are reaching in to the cow's nether regions and pulling out Nikto. Uh, I want you to picture see, yeah. that in your mind. I was just going to say, you know, you sent me this text message that says, let's just dive deep yes. with Nikto. So that, yes. that's, that's exciting. Um, that, that's as deep as we get. This is, this is yes. cow birth deep with Nikto. Right. Um, the main thing you First, have to... It's a great way to start a new season. Yes. You have to help me remember not to call him Klaatu because I've done I know. that a, a couple I figured... times. I figured that it might it might happen, so yeah, I'll, I'll be I'll be ready for that. So you know, we we are gonna we are gonna be our usual selves, and you know, we'll talk junk, and I, I, there may be a poetry slam on its way. Um, but uh, yeah, how's uh, how's things going there, Steve, in the Eagle Nest? Uh, it's it's going all right. I mean, the the sun finally came out, so I've just been putting around the in the yard a lot when I'm not hanging out with Tessa and Eleanor. But everyone's good, so thankfully everyone's healthy and just hanging tight. So yeah, we're we're, it's, we're loving it's weird. all the all the pictures of of Eleanor. It's very yeah, very sweet. It's, I am worried now that she's really thinking that we are the last two human beings on Earth. Like she hasn't seen any other. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, all right. You don't but, have to worry about that yeah. until she's like yeah. five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's hope it doesn't stretch that long. But yeah, everything's good here. How about how about out there? Well, you know we're. Um, so my son wants to build a computer, ah. um, which is a thing people do nowadays. And <laughs> so we're going to do that in our guest room. Our guest room, which like got flooded a while ago, a bad dehumidifier uh, incident. And so Ooh. like we basically redid the whole room, but like not nice, right? Like we just – there's bare concrete. We just threw random rugs on it and crap. It's a uh, workshop now. Yeah, it's a couple a blankets. But I yeah. did take the opportunity to put in blinds. And because I put in blinds, that gave me the chance 
to actually put up all my non-Chewbacca Star Wars. Ah. So right as I'm talking, this is probably the first time I've ever recorded the show looking at a part of my Star Wars collection. <laughs> so I have my, my 18 of 21 uh, Empire Strikes Back, 21 backs. Um, still, the kingdom. <laughs> still looking for, uh, for Luke and Power Droid if anyone wants to help me out. And I'd go for an extra Chewie too. And of course the kingdom of the 48 yes. Bs and Es. Um, which is right above this paper mache castle that my brother made. I was so, wondering what the story was with the castle. Yeah, you'd sent yeah. me that picture today. So your brother made it? Yeah, yeah, he made that when he was an art teacher. Oh um, man, so, that's great. Yeah, it's, now we just need a, a scaled version of you in there. <laughs> well, that, that's that's the great thing, you know. Like it's it's the quarantine. So if I, my daughter, all she does is crafts. I'll just tell her make a little tiny me and, and that'll work so it's, and you have to look like the you know the, what was the the character the puppet from uh mr rogers the little king you oh, know you have to yeah what was that guy's name oh it doesn't matter you know it's got to have that that vibe to it yeah but no it's it's going well i uh um i don't know if you caught this steve so you know i do that youtube channel right yes yeah yeah and, and uh you know i reviewed pearl jam and you know mentioned you a few times because you're a big pearl jam fan and that was fun <laughs> It and was, then, yeah. And then, you, you know, you can never predict what's going to hit on the algorithm. Right. So, like, I never – I try not to release episodes on the weekend because that's, like, YouTube death. Yeah, but that, I was that, like – It's no, no good. I was like, screw it. You know, I've been listening to this new Strokes album. I'm just going to put something out here. Who cares? Steve, it's got, like, 7,000 views. Whoa. I, I'm now over 1,000 subscribers. I'm getting, like, 100 <laughs> subscribers a day. Like, so, yeah. Wow. Yeah, so that's, that's, awesome. been my, that's been my uh, – so I decided to tank the whole thing by doing a 30-minute 30, 30 talk about Bach today. So we'll <laughs> – but... Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah, that's so, uh, that's quite a turnaround. <laughs> yeah, so – but that's that's my uh, that's my, my little bit of non-Kivecast success. Um, but anyways, we there's a lot of things we were going to do for today's show. Yes. Um, we were going right. to talk about the Arco find, but it turns out we got scooped. Uh, by the by the vintage rebellion <laughs> which is cool you know i mean like we don't actually like actively compete um, no, no but you know they they got the story so you should listen to their show uh about the, the arco find we're going to yeah. talk about arco at some point anyway because that's always been a, a pet a little i have a little side collection of arco stuff going right 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 yeah and I, it reminded me of this great series of blog posts that tommy had done the the court wars i don't know if you remember yes. that from a few years ago and, and that it just that whole story coming about again reminded me of that so it's something we should revisit with tommy at yeah some point. yeah i think we should do a, a trip to the barristers um so yeah but so instead yeah. we're just doing a stripped down nikto episode steve yes. you start talking to me about nikto <laughs> well uh, as you could probably guess, he's another one of my my favorite figures. He's in that he's in that group. <laughs> but um, I, it occurred to me that Nikto was involved in two of probably the most significant hobby transactions I've ever had. Um, the first was in grade school, uh, and the, okay. the second was much later. But so I had my my childhood Nikto, and I stupidly traded it to this kid, the only other kid I knew that that had Star Wars figures. I traded it to him along with some marbles <laughs> for a beat up four lom figure. Uh, somehow he swindled me out of it because I, I, you know, that's what happens with me. And I just said, oh, I've never seen this figure before. I don't know what this is. Like, ah, oh, man. And he was really, you know, persistent. So I caved and then I immediately regretted it. And uh, it just made me like weary of trading anything ever since. But wow. Yeah. So I lost my childhood Nikto. 
I don't even know where that four lawn figure is now. It's somewhere. But uh, so that was where I lost my childhood figure. But years, years later, I uh, was really, really lucky to have an unpainted Nikto hard copy. And it was that piece that I ended up, you know, being part of a trade that I got the uh, viewing pilot Power of the Force art. So it has this weird kind of cycle to it where Nikto, you know, taught me two important lessons. It's like first really think a trade through before right. you do something. And then, you know, you also have to let something special go sometimes to get something that's much more important. And that 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 artwork is like, that's my prized piece for sure. It's my absolute favorite. And it meant, you know, getting rid of this thing that I never would have ever thought I would have to get rid of to do it. So And we might anyway. actually end up talking about that item later in the show. Yeah, right. But the, yeah, that's that's funny because I don't know... Wait, so you traded some marbles as well? Yeah, it was like it was the height of the marble craze at our school at the time. So I, did, I think I, I did. You grow up in Mayberry? <laughs> what? There was never a marble craze at my school, man. That really? you're younger than me, right? Yeah, marbles. <laughs> oh no, my favorite Aggie. Well, yeah, it was like it was after the yo-yo phase, so we went yo-yos to marbles. So this was in the marble phase of, of Mountain View Elementary. It's like probably like 1993 or four. And then you went to Jacks. right (laughs) yeah well yeah that's i i did not know that that was the origin of your b-wing pilot art yeah Um, a a big part of it for sure yeah yeah two two trades did you give any marbles along with that trade i i should have you know just to really make it symbolic (laughs) that should be your move you know like steve uh, i got this package from you it's just filled with marbles (laughs) well I, i don't i don't think i have anything that uh that dramatic really to say (laughs) <laughs> um, about Nikto. Okay. I, I mean, well, I do, and, and we'll get to that with my yes. slam poetry. I mean, um, there couldn't be anything more more dramatic than that. <laughs> I mean, looking at it, I look forward to talking about the behind-the-scenes footage. Yes. I, I think in terms of color unity, Yeah. this is the crowning achievement of Kenner production. Okay, I'm glad glad you agree with me on that. <laughs> so, so Nikto's shirt matches... The color plate behind his name matches the color plate behind the figure, matches the toys. Well, it doesn't quite match, but is a similar it's... green color to the toy's shirt. Right. So yeah. there, there is a visual harmony, which very often Kenner seemed to be stubbornly trying to resist. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just like avoiding, almost like, hey, does this match anything? Yeah. Oh, geez. Have to undo it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So that that's the, I would say that's one thing to say about it. Um, an, another is I think he's a turtle. Is that correct? I, you know what? He's I, I think that's a that's a fair that's a fair call for for as far as like an anthropomorphic like connection. It has to be a turtle. Um, he's also to me like the most like universal monsterish ish character. I, I I think I said that with Klaatu as well. But I, now looking at Nikto especially the the extended kind of photo art of him where you see his hands and the way he's walking. I I have a feeling he's way more like Creature from the Black Lagoon if he was like a desert tortoise. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Now now let's, you know, Steve, let's actually get to some of that that stuff that you're talking about. So you're talking about the Klaatu tri-logo picture, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So So, for the tri-logo card. I'm sorry, did I say Klaatu? I meant to say Nikto. And I actually, I'm looking up on my computer and I wrote Klaatu. God damn it. (laughs) Right. So, so the Nikto Tri logo. Yeah. Um, which is one of these great ones where they took a different picture, and he does have this gait where he's walking yes. 
it is yeah. Steve. You're right. It is the creature from the Black Lagoon walk. <laughs> you know what I think, Steve? I think they were joking around and they were treating the Sarlacc like it was the Black Lagoon. Yeah, yeah. Which, by the way, if you want to see the actual Black Lagoon, you can take the Universal Studio tour with Steve and I, like we did two years ago. <laughs> Remember that, Steve? That was fun, man. Yeah. That was awesome. We saw the actual uh, 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 Black Lagoon, um, not the Blue Lagoon. <laughs> I didn't see that. Um, so yeah, so the, definitely he has this weird pose, and his hands are down, and he, he's yeah. lurching forward. Right. Right. So yeah. Yeah. I think um, so. Yeah, it's like it's just it's the same image, but pulled much further back, much much less cropped. Um, and I thought about this, you know, he really pairs well with the Weequay figure in terms of their color scheme and, and their sculpts and everything. Mm. They look like brothers to me. And right. uh, another thing I realize is like when you're watching the movie, like Weequay, you never see Nikto this Nikto die. He just kind of disappears. And I like to just believe that they both survived together. And I think that the photo art kind of kind of uh, suggests that, that maybe he walked away. <laughs> okay, so this is kind of a kind of a buddy cop thing. You, you're going to yeah. hear it with my, uh, with my uh, poetry slam. I don't take that take on, Nick, on Nikto. Okay, different take. Okay. But, but Nikto <laughs> is a species, right? Not a... Yeah, so yeah I, I, did, I did my diligence. I tried to go to the Wikipedia oh, to understand Steve. the Niktos, and I can't. There, there's just too much nonsense. Um, but... <laughs> but they're supposed to be a species. Yeah, yeah. I think they're supposed to be a species, and there's quite a few different ones uh, in the movie and on, you know, that were that have had figures made since then. And I, I really do think, just like what you're talking about with the color scheme, I think he was like the most toyetic Nikto to choose from. Like that, that's the most interesting in terms of the sculpt and coloring and, and all that but um wait a minute steve you can't just drop a sentence like the most toyetic <laughs> nikto and, and expect me to understand exactly what you mean so what do you mean so you're saying the the nikto that they chose to base the toy and the card yeah. back on was the most interesting of all the nikto i i think in terms of making a toy in 1983 yeah um just because the color especially i think just but it's the different details in the in the pants and then the head. It has a lot of interesting stuff. I think a lot of the other Niktos have just kind of weird tunics and they don't just look as interesting, at least in terms of sculpting those toys back then. I think Wait, with this Steve, I just realized something. Uh oh. <laughs> Klaatu and Klaatu Skiff are uh -huh. two different characters. They are. <laughs> I always thought it was just Klaatu wearing his like like changed, why did Klaatu? Why, yeah. why did this Klaatu get two separate toys? You know, there's only <laughs> one Chewbacca. You don't get long-haired Chewbacca and regular-haired Chewbacca. You know, right? Right. <laughs> oh my God! So they they yeah. could have released multiple Nictos. They could have, yes, yeah. so, and then multiple Weequays too. Um, right. But yeah. And so you're saying in the modern line they have. They have, but not, yeah. Not on the older yeah. line. Wow. Right. Yeah. But I don't know. To me, he just in terms of like that moment in time, he seems like the most appropriate choice for a figure. I mean, there, you see the other ones much more like prominently in the movie. You see the guy like with the big cannon on the on the barge. There's the guy fighting Lando with his pistol. Like that, you see them a lot more than you see this Nikto. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. That's more than I thought about Nikto already. And it's <laughs> funny because. In my mind, I was thinking, you know what, Steve, let's just jump ahead and do the Trilogo. And I'm looking back at the notes you sent me for the outline. And it's literally the next thing in the – like I didn't jump ahead at all. 
No, no. It's like, Steve, it's like we finish each other's. Oh God. You're supposed to I say can't. sandwiches. I, uh, let's see. I, I dodged it. That's okay. You dodged it. Um, um, so you just have to let me know when you want the poetry pain to come because there's a lot of that. Do you want to do the behind the behind the Steve first? Sure. I guess it, it kind of ties into what we've been talking about a, a little bit. All right, um, Steve. Let, let's go deep behind the Steve and figure out about uh, more about Nikto. Let's go behind the scenes. Let's go with Dan the Steve. Let's go behind the Steve. Okay, so. We were just talking about how you don't really see this Nikto very much in the movie. You see him in just a couple of shots. So he's in, he's on the the second skiff that that Luke jumps onto, and he's he has that same Kenner weapon. So they were really really accurate with with how he looks, which I think is it's really cool that they they were. But he's in one of my favorite shots where Luke is doing that really really badly choreographed karate kick that misses everybody and you see Fett kind of flailing by in the sky in the background but you get a really clear shot of Nikto uh with his little staff there um and it it made me realize like there were some really funny storyboards of Luke fighting different Jabba guys and I noticed that in a lot of them he's fighting what looks to be just a bunch of Nikto's like they just kind of use a generic looking Nikto like right. character for him to fight and uh he loses his lightsaber at one point, and he's really just going totally Street Fighter on all these Nikos. <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, it's in the Rinsler storyboard book, which is, yeah, it's it's great. But there's my favorite, though. He's, like, spread, like, full eagle, like, Stretch Armstrong, punching and kicking out these all these Nikos around him. And it just, like, to see that translated, it's clearly that was not going to work with the way the movie was being made. Right. Um, yeah, he's, he's basically doing a jumping jack. Yeah, it's a four feet jack. in the air while kicking people around. Yeah. Um, in another one, he is doing Street Fighter is correct. Um, the proper sound is you know the 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 yes. kick that uh, Ken does. That's uh, it. And, That's and Ryu. it. Yeah, yeah. The... <clears throat> Where he's spinning around with one leg, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just uh, I love that you know the visual connection. To, it really does look like kind of like the. The Kender Nikto that he's that he's fighting in a lot of these, right. um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I love the 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 kind of lost in translation aspect of these storyboards to the actual like kind of goofy fighting that actually happens on screen. Now, but, now let's get a little bit critical of Lucas. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> it it's okay. First of all, you can tell they scaled down a lot of their expectations. Like they were yeah. going to do all this awesome, you know, babushka karate stuff. And they just right. went with just random air kicks. Yes. Um, I've been doing nothing but giving Neil Scanlon hell for his kind of bland and samey <laughs> aliens. Yeah, yeah. Return of the Jedi, I mean... That's where that kind of started. You have to say it. Yeah. Well, it, well, it wasn't episodes one, two, and three. I mean, Nemoidians are interesting, and they don't look anything like, uh, you know, like the Kaminoans, right? Like, each of those aliens, you want to own toy. You compare, like, the the Cantina the aliens right? yeah. versus the Skiff aliens. Yeah. I mean, truly, Steve, only because we've done these shows could I tell you definitively which one's Klaatu and which one's Nikto. <laughs> I know Barada because yeah. that one looks weird, but, like... <laughs> You know, like, yeah. that's just, and when I was a kid, I certainly never thought, oh, man, Luke is kicking Nikto's. I just right, thought Luke right. is kicking 
lizard people in the desert. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's essentially what's happening. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's interesting. I, I wonder because Jabba's palace has plenty of crazy looking aliens in the palace, but maybe it was just like a simply for like fighting. You needed these guys that are really generic in terms of their design so that it can actually move around and, and survive shooting in the desert. I don't know. Right. It's, just it's be, odd. be more agile. Cause you couldn't, you couldn't have a man, a man, a man <laughs> out there. Though <laughs> so I kind of wish, all right, special edition 2020. Yes. Let's, let's add a digital, a man, a man out there going nuts. Yeah, all of them. Yak face, everybody like get everyone out of the, yeah. Onto the, onto the skiffs. <laughs> Yeah, oh, that's God. that's very cool. I think that's an interesting idea of of how generic uh, Nikto's were, um, yeah. and yeah. <laughs> well, see, this right. is this is where I put into my thing the the poetry slam. <laughs> I um, think uh, I think we're we're ready, right? As ready yes. as we can be. Well, first let's do the skyku. <laughs> oh, oh still, yeah, yeah. I'm still going to do this... a very a very still skyku. You can tell I'm okay. very interested in the concept of of Nikto being the middle of the Klaatu Nikto Barada uh, constellation. So here is <laughs> my Sky Coup. Okay. Horns, sand, and dry wind. Middle child of the dunes. Black-eyed, wordless death. Very nice. Yeah, you know, I I, I actually really like the, the black-eyed detail of the... The figures because the on screen they kind of have eyes that look kind of weird they're just human eyes but uh the the kind of soulless black eyes of the action figures i think works a lot better yeah it's much spookier and again yeah. i'm gonna keep doing pokemon references they look like <laughs> dittos which are these weird pokemon that have these weird eyes okay <laughs> all right now now steve i wanted to do a i wanted to challenge myself with a poetry slam so you know i've done one for uh for the Ugnots. Right? Yes, and and yes. That, that was that was that. Uh, I did one for two one B. Right, right. So for this one, I wanted to really delve into it, and I should warn you, Steve, it tops out at around five minutes. <laughs> I have a recorded version of it, and I'm not oh, sure good. if that's going to be better than the one I'm going to do for you. So here's what Life. I'm going to do. Yeah. The whole poem is going to start with me giving you the timestamp. If you want to skip it, I don't blame you. Genius is not for everybody. But this is the general conceit that I have. That Nikto is sad. Nikto is desperate. That mm. Nikto has these horns that you can't touch. You can't be with him. He's incapable of intimacy. In order to overcome this, he shoots spice. So in this world, spice is equivalent of heroin. And as you know, ah, often, right, right. often junkies will like, you know, shoot not just their arms, but their feet and their legs. And they, they try to hide that. That's sort of an important detail for the, for the purpose of this, of this poem. So the whole concept is that the reason that he works for Jabba is that he's trying to get money for spice. And the only reason he has spice is because he's just waiting to die because he's mm. so miserable. And that mm. when Luke Skywalker shoves him into the sarlacc it's actually death's sweet release ah uh, so, uh, so, so no 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 uh alternate happy ending with we Kui in their no, their joint venture no i, I like that so uh, i'm gonna actually uh i don't want to hear you uh laugh breathe or moan right. so i'm gonna perform right. so i'm gonna take out my headphones and uh and and here we go i've i've dimmed the lights skip to 2714 to miss this whole mess Mm-hmm. 
Spikes, 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 spiky head, spikes, spike from my head. Do not touch me, do not love me. I will cut you until you bleed, and until I cry, until our blood and tears marry in bitter isolation. Do not love me. Klaatu Nictoberata, I am the middle child of a fraternal order of disgusting, filthy, and disposable villains. I am Nick too. Nick to be, Nick not to be, that is not even a question. Do not be me. I do not want to be me. I don't just want to die. I want to unlive. And I unlive through spice. Spice, 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 spice. Nick toe. I shoot spice melted from my syrupy spoon into a syringe into my nicked, scarred, and scared toes. I shoot the spice into my nicked toe to hide the tracks, the tracks of my tears, the track marks of the opiate that dulls my senses and solaces my angry, unliving soul. The source of my solace, spice, the reason I serve the slug. Slug, 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 the drug-running, slave-licking slug, the slug whose frog-drunk fingers couldn't touch me, wouldn't touch me. Oh, but no. You see, I am the slave that he licks. Not the lithe dogs at the end of his chain. I am at the end of an infinite chain that is much shorter and much longer. I am naked, more naked than the bikini slave girl. I am one of his many arms that extend out from his corpulent, rotting, living corpse. I am his fist that punches and his legs that kick. I wield the axe in his name, in his honor, to his ends. I amputate, kill, intimidate, and absorb all I see to feed it to his gaping, gaping, gaped mouth. For I am a slave to his spice, to his credits, to his palace, and in my servitude I serve on his skiff. Skiff, 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 skiff! Fly upon cruelly named Dune Sea, the sea of sand, the dry, wet, choking, drowning, churning. Fly whole, fly high, high low. Sending the heroes to their false death in the dry, wet, choking, drowning, churning before they send me to my real, real unlife in the dry, wet, choking, drowning, churning of the drowned sea. Send me, oh, send me to that sour hereafter, you Jedi scum. Send me, Skywalker, 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 Skywalker into the stomach of the choking, drowning, churning Sarlacc, 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 Sarlacc. Peace through war, unlife through death, I will rest my spikes. I am free from the spice and the slug, below the skiff and in the Sarlacc. Thank you, Skywalker. I'm done. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well. I have to pretend like I'm doing that ironically, but I'm totally not. (laughs) (laughs) I think I really missed my calling, Steve. Yeah, I think, you know, there's many things that that doing this podcast has shed light on, but I think that might might be the most true. (laughs) 
I think you will see me poetry. in no time in actual slam poetry competitions. <laughs> but yeah, um, I know it was yeah. a long way to go for the joke of Nick Toes, but but I mean, doesn't that like like I'm sure there's some backstory as to why he is the way he is, but I think my backstory is better. Because I like the idea of him just sitting there, just praying for death and just sort of half-heartedly fighting. And like Luke does a fake kick and he's just like, oh, he kicked me. And he jumps headfirst into the Sarlacc. <laughs> why, don't we, why don't we jump to the nugget, Steve? The Nickto okay. nugget. Now we've talked about Sounds him good. as being a, a suicidal junkie. Tis a nugget from the archive. Tis a nugget. From the archive. Oh my god, they're gorgeous. <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, so for this, I thought since we're starting a new season, right, with the 77 back characters, yeah. I found something that is Nikto related, but it also kind of introduces that whole set of characters. Um, so what we're talking about, it's an internal Kenner photo of the 77 back characters. They're all in prototype form. So you have, you know, either painted hard copies or uh, proto-molded figures. And what's interesting about this, uh, this is from, I think, Tim Eckholt's collection, um, is that Eckholt, Nikto... sir. <laughs> what's that? Oh, every time I hear Tim Eckholt's name, I think of uh, uh, Batman. Oh, um, oh the, yeah. The first Batman, uh, what's the guy's name again? The, the, the Eckhart. Bat- yeah, Eckhart, Eckhart yeah. sir. Like when they whisper that to Commissioner <laughs> Gordon. So 100% of the time someone says Tim Eckholt, I go in my mind, Eckholt, <laughs> sir. Because <laughs> I watched Batman 89, you know, probably more than I've seen Star Wars. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's, I, I've actually made that connection to you. I used to watch it all the time. But um, was it the first thing you ever said to Tim Eckholt when you met him? No. Because that's, that's the sky difference. That is hey, I'm going to say something that makes you wonder if I'm insulting you. Nice <laughs> to meet you. Uh, anyway, so uh, so you were, yeah. you were saying what makes it interesting? Well, yeah, what make, makes it interesting? A, a number of things, but for the purposes of a Nikto episode, is uh, he's one of three characters that actually gets kind of called out by name with like a piece of tape and a marker. So you have Nikto, AT8, and Klaatu, which is the Klaatu skiff version. And um, in this entry, Ron surmises that he thinks that. They're called out by name there because those three figures are going to be packaged in a playset that's coming out. Actually, I think before all the cardbacks came out, which really? is the torture chamber. Yeah. So I figured we got to go full on to the torture chamber next month with 88. But I, I thought as a way to kind of jump into this set of figures, this is a cool jumping off point. Um, but yeah, so the Nikto, he looks pretty much like the production figure. Um, but some other interesting things here, like, you know, the Wicket. Uh, has a different sculpted face he's got a little more more of like a furry beard um and he's missing his cowl and and then you have all the uh all the characters that have cloth capes and accessories none of them have them so the leia poncho doesn't have the poncho the Han trench coat what what is this for what is this picture for i think it was just it's an internal uh, you know picture for for reference as far as i know i mean i don't think it was meant to go out or be published anywhere i think it was it just seems like because a lot of the figures aren't totally finished um it's just a way to kind of represent the new batch of of toys coming out at least for for people working in kenner Uh, i don't know though i mean it's it's interesting you wouldn't see to me i don't think you would see something like this published in a catalog where a lot of the figures aren't complete or 
or finished what and whatnot. So yeah, I mean, I mean, Le- <clears throat> Leia with combat poncho um, has no <laughs> sans, poncho. Sans, sans poncho. Yeah, and on trench coat, no trench coat. You know, so yeah, it's just the uh, yeah. I just thought it was cool to see. Yeah. No, this is a good. I think we should come back to this image and look at it each time to sort of see the way that it it varies from the final one. Yeah. And and it's funny. One of the things I was thinking about highlighting that's highlighted by the uh, the Jabba's Dungeon playset mm-hmm. is just how much they overplayed their hand with the Klaatu, Nikto, Barada thing. Yes. Because it's like Klaatu, Nikto, and Barada. There's a three pack. Actually, uh, Pete Fitzke uh, uh, texted me seeing how I was doing today, which is cool. I mean, I should respond to him. Um, but you know, he has a whole entry about you know every multi pack with right. uh, with Nikto. And there is a three pack that's Klaatu, Nikto, and AD8. It's like so disappointing <laughs> they never actually got it. You yeah. Know? No, it would, no. I mean, imagine if they did it now and there was like three characters Huey, Dewey, and Fred. And like 12, you know, 12 months later, they release a Louie figure. Right. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They really could have gone with it, but not quite. It's like either have one or three. But don't ever have two of them together. Right. This is my new rule, Steve. Start the clock. Start the clock. Good afternoon. Afternoon. Time will be real. Um, listen, guys, how about we don't name characters in threes if we're not gonna put them in threes, okay? <laughs> that, well, that's that's definitely an interesting way to think about it and a way to announce our upcoming slate. Because um, definitely, yeah. if you had asked me what are the next figures we're going to review, I I don't think I would have gotten most of these. Um, <laughs> so so next is eighty eight, and yeah, semi- see, yeah, eventually think... we're going to get the B wing pilot, huh? Eventually, yeah. Sometime maybe this year. I don't know. I think what you should do just to help yourself, maybe print this out, and you can yes. make a little little sticky notes for which episode is which, and you can that'll give you a little reminder. But yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, cool. That that is a cool nugget. I like that because we're going to be talking about other valuable items and other interesting items. Yeah. Um, but that's this is one of these weird things in the hobby that have amazing value but aren't valuable, right? Right. Like that yeah. picture. I'm sure if it's in Tim Eckholt's collection, you know, it's probably the the 500th most valuable thing in his collection. Yeah, um, yeah. Or, or if you know, you take some just of the of the paperwork that people have, or these things that aren't particularly important in terms of the way they look, but just yeah. the 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 significance. Yeah, to- absolutely right. All um, right, so Steve, yeah. so, so you want to start talking about hard copies again, don't you? Uh, it's, I mean, we kind of did already, but but <sighs> you did, you, you brought up a good reason to do it. I uh, did, Steve. Yeah. Yeah, I, so. I did research. You know, now that I've got the quarantine, I'm teaching all my classes online. Um, <laughs> I did make all my students watch one of my YouTube channels. Oh, um, maybe oh, I should boy. make them listen to an episode of the podcast. Um, <laughs> break down my theories on uh, Nick, though. Yeah, just so, just the slam poetry. Just have them analyze that. <laughs> yeah. So I think the way to really understand. This is what will help me, Steve. And you're going to actually have to put on your your expert cap here. Oh, boy. Because you okay. own hard copies, right? I I have like one complete one and then I have had parts over the years. But yeah. Okay. So what we're going to talk about is something which we have mentioned in the past. 
We have, yeah. But it, it's worth discussing, and that is the great Blue Harvest scandal. Mm-hmm. So if you look up the, uh, if you look up Nikto on the Star Wars Collectors Archive, our our site, Steve, our our home, <laughs> our home, um, which apparently intermittently has been going out. Um, <laughs> it's been better lately, so has hopefully it? It's okay. Nice. Well, if yeah. you have any problems, just uh, email Ron. Um, uh, but on the site and if you want to look up something on the archive by the way pro tip look it up on google just do the swca and then nikto don't use the search feature on the on the star wars collector's archive that is an inner circle trick to waste your time (laughs) Um, we can say that now steve right sure why not um so the 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 blue harvest was this huge scandal and i'm going to read a little bit of it from uh from mike mensinger a uh, great pokemon player uh, mike mensinger's uh entry into the archive okay yeah authentic vintage hard copies were primarily cast in brown carbalon and green dynacast so steve wait before we even go i just figured out a way to remember that Carvalon is brown and Dynacast is green. Are you ready? Okay, I'm ready. Okay, there's a B in Carvalon. <laughs> yes. That's it. That's all I got. Oh, okay. That so, works. <laughs> hey, I'm the one who came up with blue, red, yellow, blue, red, yellow. So <laughs> I still remember that. So Whatever works, yeah. So Carvalon, the B stands right. for brown, just like right. in your middle name. So authentic vintage hard copies, brown, Carvalon, green, Dynacast, urethane. Right. Although a few other colors like gray and black show up. The Nikto unpainted hard copy is cast in a blue urethane, which was not used during the vintage Star Wars era. However, it is extremely commonplace on modern day hard copies. So how is this a vintage hard copy crafted in material that does not correspond to its era? During the early 90s, authentic vintage action figure and micro collection silicone molds were used inside Kenner to create hard copies for sale on the secondary market. This is what you call right. an unintended consequence, right? <laughs> yes. So you have Ron and Gus and Todd and Fluffy all out there and Jordan and all of them, they're hitting up and paying hundreds and thousands of dollars or <laughs> tens and twenties of right. dollars for all yes, these things. that's right. <laughs> uh, and and the, the Kenner sculptors say, hey, look, we still have the molds. So like... Uh, why don't, Why don't we, we just make, some more? <laughs> make more of these? I'm going to continue reading. Thankfully, information came to light years back to debunk the claim that these blue harvest pieces were authentic prototypes. They're called blue because they were blue, right? <laughs> right. Um, while they were cast from the original silicone molds, they played no part in the production process. This characteristic makes them reproductions, although somewhat more collectible than typical reproduction item due to their place in hobby history. It's imperative to note that Blue Harvest hard copies hold a small fraction of value compared to authentic unpainted hard copies. So what he does is he shows uh, what the unpainted hard copy looks like. And certainly for a layman like myself, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. It's funny that the Kenner sculptors made a mistake so simple. Mm. That they just, you know, like they would know that they didn't use blue back then. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it's uh, 
It is really interesting. And I, you know, I actually have uh, a B-Wing pilot that's missing his head. It's like, it's like this Nikto. Um, it was one of the earliest pieces I picked up. And I remember kind of reading about all this and hearing about it back then. And it kind of, you know, when you pick it up and hold it, it's, it's of very similar quality in terms of the, the detail. And, Wait, and so you have a Blue Harvest piece? I do, yeah, yeah. I, I have the uh, a B-wing pilot that's wow. yeah missing his head, but um, but yeah. So when you look at them, you take it apart. It's it's very similarly constructed, um, but yeah, it's it's the color um, that that makes it stand out. And um, I think I think what would draw at least drew me to to something like that is yeah, you know, it's really not all that significant in terms of process or, or value, um, but the fact that it it basically is uh, you know, replicating that process and that quality uh, is what made it interesting. And so it is kind of crazy to see how how the Blue Harvest pieces, just like everything else, have have gone up in in terms of price and all that. And I, I don't know. I know there's quite a bit of it out there, but um, yeah, so, I don't know. So it's, here's my idea, Steve. Hmm. Let's use our amazing influence <laughs> and coin these pieces post production. Hmm. Right? Because that, that indicates that it's still made by the same people, but it's not pre-production or even production. Yeah. It's post-production. It's, and it's, it has its, its own value. Right. It's novel post-production. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Because people still put that, they'll still put them in their pre-production, but I imagine that you have it next to your real hard copy, right? So yeah, I don't have I don't have a hard copy for the pilot, but I have it next to the proto mold. Yeah, it's in the, it's in the lineup of, of stuff I have. I think, you know, it works... As a as a placeholder, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. So then that means that for all of the Blue Harvest prototypes that exist, there presumably are silicone molds in existence. Or yeah, at least there were back when, you know, whatever year the, these were being made. Yeah. Steve, where are the silicone molds? <laughs> well, I think that's a, that's a tricky question. I mean, I'm sure, I know there's, some there's a handful in collectors' hands, uh, but have you you've feel, seen them? Uh, yeah, I think we both have seen at least a couple. Um, I feel like <sighs> okay, yeah, of the micro collection, sure. No, 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 no. I've no, seen silicone molds from the micro collection up my butt, but yeah, yeah. How but many no, like three was... and three quarter silicone molds have we seen? Not not nearly. Don't as you many dare come to me a top toys thing. I'm done talking about top toys. No, 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 no. No, don't worry about that. Okay. Um, no, I'm I'm thinking it was a couple of years ago. I feel like Yehuda and Micro Rob, uh, a couple of people had had turned some up, and I think they were being sold, you know, within the community on Facebook, and I don't know if any were on eBay or whatnot, but right. I know some definitely came right. to light. Right, but the, the Vlix ones came up. Yeah, and there were some other other characters too, like the Luke Stormtrooper uh, was one of them. There's there some other. But it's all from characters. that find. Yeah, but that's like you're saying. I think for a long time, the only ones that were really out among the community were, were more the micro collection ones so yeah it's i think it's more more recently that you'll you'll see the actual three and three quarter inch ones kind of out and about now um yeah so yeah it's it's all it's all tricky and yeah okay so then except for that recent find right silicone molds have not been floating around in the hobby. i don't think so i don't, I don't not that i'm aware of no and of course there was that. Do you remember when those things came out and there was that kook who was like trying to say that we should be careful and that they're probably fake? God, what was that guy's name? 
<laughs> oh, that was me again. <laughs> yeah, that was you again. <laughs> what, what, did, what did Ron call me last month? The Crusader? Yes, the Crusader. Yeah. Anyways, I, people who know way more than I do looked at the molds and said they're 100% legit. Sky, you're crazy. I'm just <laughs> saying, caveat emptor, these things are out of nowhere. Eh, I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it. Stuff yeah. comes out of nowhere. I don't like it. But hey, yeah. I am probably wrong. But we need a well, lot more people saying, hey, what what if it isn't? What, you know, okay. You know, yeah. There's, there, there is, you know, there's some good reason for you to, to be skeptical, I think. Right. There are a lot but, of the things that you, that you bring up, so. The yeah. main reason that it's good to be skeptical is not because it's based on any knowledge. Because when Chris Jorgulius and Ron Salvatore both tell you that you're wrong about a pre-production item, you're wrong about a pre-production item. It's more the spirit of it that that anytime you want something to be real, you should immediately assume it's false. It's like science, right? Like now that I'm married to a scientist, it's like scientists, they don't try to prove that they're right. They do everything they can to disprove themselves. And right, that's right. how they do it. And yeah. in the collecting world, we do it the other way around. It is. Where we're like, is. I want yeah. this to be real so much that of course there could have been blue hard copies. It feels like a hard copy, so it is a hard copy. Right. Okay. Yeah. So then in theory, there are a whole bunch of silicone molds like for the Nikto. The Nikto mold was in, was in the hands of somebody who sold figures to collectors 30 years ago. So right. I think that's meaningful. I think that means yeah. that the silicone mold is hanging out in someone's basement. And I'm sure at least a few people who have been on this show are currently trying to track it down. I don't know. It's not. <laughs> yeah. Me. Yeah. Yeah. And it'd be, yeah, I haven't really gone back to see, it'd be interesting to kind of do a survey of the different characters and stuff that exist in Blue Harvest form to kind of get a bigger picture of, of what molds were, were there at that time. Um, and I don't think any of those popped up in the in the find of the molds a couple of years ago i don't I, yeah i think you're right i feel like they're, they're different pools of characters so interesting yeah hey you said it was interesting not me i think that's not important detail <laughs> <sighs> so you might hear a little bit of a, of a wheeze my daughter had a doctor's appointment and i had to run back to get the car i was like a mile away dude running sucks like <laughs> running is the worst thing that human beings have ever thought to do yeah, it is. It is kind of rough. <laughs> See, like, I actually thought about canceling the show because, like, I had to run just like a mile. But I was like, "This is this, this is it." Ugh. <laughs> All right. So, I, so I think that was a good way to segue into the real hard copies. Um, yeah. Which, sure. which uh, apparently, well, they resided. They, at one point, were a member of the Brock party. Um, at one point, yeah. I, so, I doubt that they are. Yeah, I I think I feel like he might still have these. I, I well, the first one he has he has two pieces that I that I highlighted. This is this is only from like a year ago. So, um, and I'm I'm pretty sure that that's the same uh, hard copy that I'd mentioned in my my story earlier about including that in a trade to get the the pilot art. Um, so that you know I'm pretty sure that's the same piece. I'm, I'm so I'm this is positive. an unpainted green. Yes, Dynacast. <laughs> Dynacast. Do you yeah. know how you know it's Dynacast and it's not Carbolon? Because it doesn't have a B in it, Steve. Right. 
Now, it would be really nice if there were any shared letters in Dynacast and Green. There are not. I already no, checked. No. Doesn't work. Well, N. No. But there's N in Carbolon as well. <laughs> and Brown. <laughs> yeah. No, you, you, like I said, you, you do what works. And yes. It's working so far. Um, so, yeah, Brock Brock has that, that hard copy that, that I had at one point, and, and it's missing the head. Uh, but he also has a nice painted proto-molded figure, which... If you want to learn about proto molds, go back to that that uh, that crazy episode we did with Ben Sheehan. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, it's it's a nice. This it, is kind of like what the the photograph that we were talking about in the nugget. That's kind of what this represents. Um, and then, um, as far as like you know, character focused collectors, you we were talking we were talking about this the other day. Like there isn't really a, a Nikto focus collector, but in terms of well, wait, wait uh, before we say that, yeah, Steve, yeah. trademark is stupidity. <laughs> oh, by the way, do you know what I, I came up with for my uh, for my YouTube channel? Just today, I came up with a with a catchphrase that's related to my trademark is stupidity. It's my ignorance is profound, <laughs> and the whole idea is that like a lot of the show, like I talk about music acts that people love and I don't know that much about. So like I just try to put that out there before people say like, "How do you not know what Stone Gossard uses for his gauge on his guitar <laughs> solos, bro?" You know, like. You know, so my ignorance is profound, meaning that, like, it's profound, like, it's deep, it's important. And also, my trademark is stupidity. So, <laughs> our trademark is stupidity in terms of a lot of things that have happened in the hobby since we started this podcast. That's, there, that's true. There yeah. might be some hotshot Nikto collector out there who we just don't know about. True. I looked, I didn't see it, but they could be out there. But yeah. when all else fails, there is the human focus collection... <laughs> the, the human focus collector, Derek Uncle Gundy Ho. That's Steve, right. People yeah. don't know why we call Derek Ho Uncle Gundy. That <laughs> that was his screen name at Rebel Scum. It was, yeah, yeah. And, and it, he had he had yes. the avatar and everything. Um. Yes. <laughs> and he looks nothing like Uncle Gundy. Nothing like Uncle Gundy. <laughs> so so uh, he has a he has a run, and we'll we'll share a picture of this. Yeah. It has yeah. a chromalin. It has the power of the force figure. It has a production-like proof. It has another chromalin, another uh, common proof, a Return of the Jedi uh, walrus man with a Nikto carded. Right, And then yeah. the absolute star of the show, the thing I want to talk about, mm -hmm. is this other thing, Steve. What is that? So I'm assuming you're talking about the, the mock-up yes. card back. Yeah, yeah. This thing, I, I you know, I knew that, that Derek had a nice run of Nikto stuff, but for some reason, this thing completely escaped my memory. And um, it's, you know, it's significant for a number of reasons. So what it is, it's a, a mock-up of the 77 card back with Nikto. The color, it has a color image, which is the photo art, but in a weird, uncropped, kind of raw state. And it's faced the other way. And then, like the uh, 65 back Revenge of the Jedi mock-ups, which we've talked about, it has a black and white nameplate for Nikto. But I, you know, I wasn't aware of any post-65 back characters having card backs or, you know, mock-ups like this. So this is really, really cool. And what's the card back that it's on? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I'm not sure. Han Solo, maybe? But I have no idea. Oh, Yeah. Okay, we're gonna say it's on a Han Solo card back. That that was my best guess, but um, yeah, yeah, it, uh... it it looks really odd. The Sarlacc, like 
there's some weird like it's it's not it's hard to read the image because it doesn't yeah. if you if you look at the other like zoomed out image uh from the tri logo there's this like very clearly they ran out of picture because they had to do some airbrushing but they just right stopped they just stopped yeah. airbrushing and they just yeah. have this kind of swooshy line and yeah yeah it's it's a really amazing piece that that it, for me that's worth a thousand times what the uh what that hard copy is worth like that's just the most beautiful thing because it's yeah, all it washed is... it's in color but it's almost not it's right right and that's yeah the the, the 65 backs they're all black and white so that's what makes this really really cool and it, you can see in the uh in the like bubble area someone wrote larger flop with an arrow pointing towards the the character so you can see like that was an instruction kind of zoom in and then flip it around which is what they ended up doing um larger yeah, flop okay <laughs> that's really cool yeah yeah it's a larger flop mm -hmm. you just kind of <laughs> flop it over and make it larger yeah that really was so that's that really is like a mock-up. That's like a real deal. Kenner designers trying to figure out what to do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a ab that's an absolutely stunning item. Yeah, I yeah you know I wonder if if there were other seventy-seven back characters that had this. I mean, they had to have been done in, in some form. But I just wonder if any of them survive. It'd be awesome to know. Well, let's put that out there to the yeah. to the world listening. Do you know of other seventy-seven back mock-ups? Because this is really exciting. I, I feel like I've just discovered something that I never knew about. Uh, that yeah. happens when you yeah. when you look at truly excellent collections. This is just a super rare, awesome thing. Yeah, definitely. Um, hey, do you want me to, to bring you way down? Oh, no. So, like, I just really hope Mark Hamill's okay. Because he has, oh. like, breathing problems. So I just want to put right. that out there. A lot of our listeners are a little bit more like, hey, this is all a conspiracy. You want to save your breath until this is over because like your childhood hero is in the most vulnerable demographic with the, with the COPD. So that was yeah. really depressing. But I just, I just want to kind of put that out there that like we should probably prepare ourselves for the fact that Luke Skywalker is actually mortal. Um I think Princess Leia was tough, but I think Luke Skywalker is going to like seriously mess up a couple weeks of our lives. I think I think it has the the power to do that. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, let's uh let's let's hope not. Yes, let's hope yeah. that happens in in many many years. And don't smoke yeah. kids. It's terrible for you. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's also just based on me observing. I don't he's never actually talked about that, but it's, no, it's very no. clear if you've ever been around people with emphysema that that's that's the way he moves and talks. And yeah, I'm having yeah. trouble breathing because of my running incident earlier today. And I was like, <laughs> I feel like Mark Hamill. Okay, <laughs> Jesus, Steve, right. <laughs> was that yeah, a left let's, field? Let's 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 yeah, yeah, let's bring back to not not the the poetry slam Nikto, but the my version of Nikto. <laughs> yes, your version, Steve. Which get ready for oh. the segue. He's always ready with a smile. Huh? Segway? Nicely, nicely done. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> um, all right. So I had sent you some pictures of uh, some Nikto bagged samples. So these are just the, the loose figure in little plastic bags. Um, the first one, I actually, 
at one point I own both of these. I only own the smile one, which is, I guess we'll talk about that first, but, um, it's smile was one of the, the manufacturers in the, uh, I think they were based near Hong Kong. Um, and this this looks like a uh, it was at one point probably stapled to a, an index card like like many we've talked about before. You can see there's little staple holes in the bag, um, and it just has a black marker. Let me pull up the picture real quick. I think it just says smile, and then it has Nick in uh, in quotation marks. Yes. <laughs> um, and then there's a second one, and I think this is actually in Derek's collection now. It's in that that group picture that uh, that we'll put on the the show notes but this one i like because it's in a much bigger bag um and it's got uh, i gotta pull up the thing it has a designation assy nick <laughs> yeah what is that i have no idea i i, I really don't i'm not sure like i first assy thought nick. like that might have been his you know what <laughs> it's because he was known for being on the skag uh, uh, you know, it really does like wreaks havoc on your, uh, you know, digestion system, you know, opiates oh and God. stuff. So like he was famous for like not going to the bathroom ever, always being bound up and then like having to take tons of laxatives. <laughs> so his Man. nickname around like the, the, the spice dens of Tatooine was Assy Nick and he hated it and drove him crazy. That's part of the reason that he was trying to get off that rock before Luke gave him the sweet release of what did I call it? The sour hereafter. Uh, <laughs> Oh, that is not where I thought that was going to go. That's Assy Nick. <laughs> Assy Nick. You hear? Uh, Assy Nick. Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> oh, yeah, the Spice got him? No. Some kid. He did some kind of gymnastics kick and kicked him into the Sarlacc. <laughs> and this is his, his little body bag. Oh, this is, yes. oh now I'm getting dark. <laughs> now you're getting dark. What, what are we doing here? <laughs> <laughs> Trying to have a nice time. I can't help trying it. to have a nice, <laughs> trying to have a nice time. Um, but yeah, I uh, these are just uh, just another fun. Like, there's a lot of Nikto stuff out there, and I, I remembered uh, <laughs> this is just the kind of funniness of of Assy Nick. So figured it's if there's ever a time to highlight it, it's it's now. So and there's no other way of reading this other than A S S Y N I K. I don't think so. I don't think so. I never thought of Nikto as Nick either. No, that that's yeah. Hey, yeah, <laughs> wow. You yeah. see, th this is great because this is one of these characters that could easily be forgotten, easily be overlooked, but just the amount of attention that we're giving to it, we're just learning so much about <laughs> the about Kenner's production process, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, we've we've learned about like the prototypes of the two D, the prototypes of the three D, the fake prototypes made the post-production uh, right. items that were made and, and like the, the, how they, how the card back was made. It's awesome. Yeah. There's, you can really unpack a lot. Um, and I, you just never know. Like I, I wasn't quite sure. And sure enough, there's, there's plenty out there. So hopefully this, this trend continues. <laughs> yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll get, we'll get going with uh 88. Trilogo Joe used to collect 88, right? He did. Yes. Does he still? Yeah. Does he? Is he still no. around? I, you know, I'm not sure if he's still around. I, I feel like he he still collects, but I don't think he he collects Star Wars much anymore, which is it's unfortunate. Like it's it's one of those crazy things. I was thinking about this is like <laughs> when we started the podcast. Like, oh yeah, like ten years from now, we'll talk to so and so. Like, I'm like oh they 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 let go of their stuff a long time ago. Yeah, they're out. 
Well, yeah. I remember thinking that. I remember thinking that when we get to 88, but I also remember 10 years ago having some interaction with him where I felt like he gave me the hi-hat. So uh, I sort of always held resentment against him, but I don't know if it's for any good reason. I just remember him just saying something kind of pissy to me, like assy Nick would. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't remember what it was even. Like it wasn't like I have some kind of burning hatred. I just remember some interaction left me with a bad taste in my mouth. Mm. And then he just never came to America. And then now he doesn't collect Star Wars. Yeah, so, I think that's I think that's the case. That's the situation now. So um Yeah, hey, if you're listening to this, don't stop collecting Star Wars. Like <laughs> whatever else you're gonna collect, trust me, I've had other collections. It's always gonna be Star Wars. So just just take you know, take your G.I. Joes, take your gun collections, take your really cool sports car. Just cram them with walnuts because just stay with Star Wars, you know? Don't be like Joe. Good... <laughs> oh, yeah, it's a good it's a good mantra to follow. That um, being said, I would like to get him on the show to talk about his, his run, even yeah. if he doesn't have it anymore. <laughs> no, I remember what it was, Steve. Well, I remember the idea of it was that he came out with his Trilogo site at around the same time we came out with our podcast. And I remember feeling sort of like we were these like trailblazers on the next generation of the hobby bringing information forward. And I felt like he just sort of treated me like just someone who he didn't want to talk to. So that that's what it was. Uh, well, but speaking of, hey. of tricky – segue, Steve. Speaking of tricky things that are overseas, <laughs> Steve, you just wrote international flavor in my ear. I don't know why you wrote international flavor in my ear on the show notes. There's a couple pieces. There's uh, speaking of trilogos. There's a trilogo Nikto that has a uh, a Dutch Clipper sticker on the front. So it's got this little circular sticker with a, a yellow star and red text. And then on the back, it has I think a little peel away catalog, which is pretty neat. Um, so that's one. You know, probably fairly tough Nikto piece to come by if you're if you're gonna try and put a run together. Um, and then there's also the the Lily Letty, of course. They have a, a, a Nikto version of that. And there's a Lily Letty Nikto figure. Yes. Yeah. Now, does, I'm just gonna look it up here on on uh, on Google. A Lily Letty Klaatu. Son of a. Okay. Um, <laughs> so let me see if I can see. Is there a car? There is a carded figure. Just because usually yep. they they just go nutty with the colors. Yep. Yeah. The, the colors a little bit deeper green. It's a little bit. It's a more. little different. Yeah. You know, it's like the contrast when you play with a photo. It's exactly. Like all their yeah. contrast is just messed. It's like they were Instagram yeah. before Instagram. Right. Yeah, and then like the figure itself, I think, like there's there's some minor differences in terms of the color, like you're saying, and um, and then as far as um, another kind of fun international piece is one that's featured in Kellerman on uh i think page 112 for anyone who, who wants to pull out their their copy and look at it but uh it's it's another one with a clipper sticker but this one is just a, a regular jedi 77 a back so it's the regular card back but it has the same kind of circular starburst sticker and then a clipper sticker on the front uh, and i'm sure this is one of those ones i think you know he had that todd had kind of helped sell uh back at a couple celebrations ago um, but yeah, it's just, a, it's another tough, you know, I don't think there's many of these out there in, in this combination. Yeah. I, I would love to talk to, uh, any kind of Dutch expert because the Clipper sticker again, so 
I got my Clipper Chewbacca with the Clipper sticker on it. Right. And that's the most excited I've been. I don't know. That's 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 I, a top five that. like yeah. collecting moment, period. Because you're just dying for other variations of your yeah. figure. And the right. fact that it's got this Clipper sticker and says Mackers Von Monopoly on it. Um, have you ever <laughs> yeah. seen a beaming pilot like that, Steve? No, I haven't. And uh, I guess mine I... must be a 77 back as well. So maybe, because mine's chewy with the second photo and there's no offer, therefore, Steve, I collect Star Wars. I know it has to be 77 or later. <laughs> so what we there can do is we can look into whether or not all Mackers Von Monopoly Clipper stickers are 77 backs. How does that sound as an assignment? That's that's a good assignment, yeah. Let, let's really do this, Steve. Let's make this season of our <laughs> podcast like really really dedicated to understanding 77 backs and their and their variations and differences. I mean, we're we're off to a good start here. Will you do I this think... with me, Steve? Okay, good. Now let's figure <laughs> out what season it is. Okay. Oh so man. The first 12 I... episodes were season 1. Yeah. Yes, the first year was season 1. Then yes. we started with the figures. Right. So 12 backs were season 2. Mm-hmm. Boba Fett was season 3. <laughs> I need uh, to pull up the the napkin from the diner that that has the whole. Did we do that? History. Yeah, we, we were we were at the the famous diner with the Alexis with Ron. diner. Yeah, now I lost you... count. Okay, Boba Fett <laughs> was season three. Uh, Twenty one backs were season four. Thirty one backs were season five. Right. Yoda was season six. Forty five. <laughs> Forty one backs were season seven. Forty. Seven backs for season eight. Uh, Forlom was season nine. Yep. <laughs> and 65 backs for season 10. Yep. So this so, is our 11th season. That's right. Yeah. I, I just found the picture. It was the, the back of a menu at the diner. Okay. <laughs> and you had it all right. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Well, it's yeah. good to know because uh, on Rebel Scum, you can you can see in my signature line when I stopped using Rebel Scum, it's like listen to the Kivecast now in its third season. <laughs> so, oh, that's great. <laughs> so, uh. so if you were a Nikto collector, this Kellerman Clipper is just so awesome. It's like that's... dead mint. It's a really rare variation. It's a yeah. debut card back. Yep. That's very cool. That's that's your your focus collector's dream right yeah. there. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. So do you want to move on to the next uh, foreign version? Well, let's see if I can get a segue going here. <laughs> so that was sold by by Todd Chamberlain. Todd Chamberlain is often considered to be comedically nice to the point where you wonder if it's like like even possible to be that friendly. Hey, Steve. You know where else people are considered to be too friendly? At the Great White North, right? That's right, in Canada, hey? <laughs> so, uh, notice how I said hey? Real Canadians yes. say hey, not a. Mm. A is a terrible stereotype. Mm-hmm. Hey is just a pretty good uh, observation. So, <laughs> let's talk. Don't make me tell you about Canadian Rising and how they don't say a boot, Steve. Because, they, <laughs> anyways, I'll tell you about that some other time. Uh, that's, that's for another time. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so, we're basically making our way through all the different card backs. So obviously we're in season 11, which has the 77 backs. So uh, that means obviously there couldn't possibly be a 65. What? (laughs) 
Yeah, so we've got uh, this is a Canadian 65 back Nikto with the Emperor offer. And this is just beautiful. This is it another is. thing where, okay, I now want to be a Nikto collector. <laughs> I want to collect Assy Nick. What was that old Saturday Night Live sketch uh, with the Juggalos? Ass Dan? Was that is that the guy's oh, name? God, that's that sounds like it's on the right track. <laughs> I might have to find that and put that in the in the episode. You... Since it's Easter, we finally gonna give a proper burial to our deceased friend, Ass Dan. Yeah, check the tomb on the third day, bitch. You know I'm gonna live for. You might, yeah. That oh man, I think I just that put be... that in the episode, Steve. Yeah, yeah. Assy you know, Nick. We need we need a we need to resurrect uh, the gallery to Jared and and get a. <laughs> we do an Assy Nick. Yes. Um, well, he's in quarantine. Based on his Facebook, all he does is eat Domino's pizza all day. So he can. <laughs> also, how can you eat that much Domino's pizza and and be in good shape? <laughs> I had over forty pizzas in the last thirty days. These are these are the questions we must ponder now. <laughs> yes. Um, probably shouldn't piss right. him off we're having him do lots no. of stuff for the archive party no. which no. oh boy does that not feel like that's let's, happening let's, let's yeah let's let's not go down the dark path again well it's not a dark <laughs> path because in the last episode we talked about wanting celebration not to happen now yeah, I really true. do because I miss everybody like yeah, you know yeah. it would be awesome if it happened um, yeah uh, okay so uh, let's talk about a Canadian Nikto Emperor yes. offer here's how, how we have to talk about it Steve <laughs> it exists okay um, wait, 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 wait but there's something more what <laughs> didn't you see the uh the the special sticker the consumers distributing like the the didn't i sent you this auction you did I? you sent it to yeah. me but i i, I had trouble op- no no i had trouble opening everything <laughs> up first okay. of all absolutely i was kidding this is important oh, yeah. if for this no other great. reason yeah. it's a buy logo offer uh <laughs> offre de figurine l'empereur du retour du jedi voie verso awesome but this is a sticker, Steve. What is the deal? If we look at this uh, Return of the Jedi, so first of all, the Emperor offer is scratched out, which yes. is just great because you can tell whoever was sending this was like, Not oh, valid. crap, we can't do this. <laughs> all right, so what yeah. is the story behind this sticker? So it has this green sticker that, that reads, Customer, please note, this item is not exactly as you have ordered. It is of equal or better value. And uh, this bueno, came wait a from... Avis yeah. au client. Oh, yeah, sorry. Cet article yeah. n'est pas conforme à celui que vous avez commandé. Il est toutefois de valeur égale ou supérieure. <laughs> Very nice. Yes. Um, yes. So this, this came from uh, Consumers Distributing, which was this catalog order store that was Canadian based. I think they had stores in the US as well, but it's basically, you know, described as internet shopping before the internet. So you'd get the catalog, you'd make your order and you can go pick it up at a warehouse or as if some would be sent to you like this Nikto. What I like about this is that someone did not exactly order a Nikto, but they they at over at the consumers distributing just determined that this Nikto is of equal or better value to whatever they ordered. Yeah. <laughs> that is unbelievable because yeah, it's so great. <laughs> truly, Steve, we know the value of Nikto, which yeah. is Nikto plus marbles equals Forlom. Yes. So unless they sent you some marbles, 
This was right. not a good trade. And even in that, you might end up regretting that. Like, it had to be like a Stormtrooper or Vader. Yeah. The kid's no. like, oh, I got assy Nick. What the hell is this? <laughs> and you couldn't order away, you know, get your free Emperor either. So it's yeah. all At least it's I all for not. Free... Oh. Now, do no. they make all 77 backs on 65 backs in Canada? That's a good question. I think uh, it's one we probably should have... I've been prepared to answer, but no, Steve, um... we shouldn't. This is the fun <laughs> of our seventeen back season eleven. Oh, right, it's part exploratorium. of exploratorium. You know, yeah. we're just going to keep going through all these ep- all these, all these figures, and and we're just going to learn all about them and, and see. Do, do you have add... a Do you have a, a sixty five back uh, B wing pilot? Uh no, I but do not. you wouldn't even care because it's production. Oh, uh, that's not necessarily true. I saw you but... sell your your carded dead mint b-wing pilot lily lady for fifty dollars and a bunch of marbles you gave him marbles too steve you didn't even care Uh, yeah that was at the that was at the first meeting of the california vintage collectors club and you know what there's a a good ending to that story it's back in my collection it is yeah yeah phidias the, the kind soul that he was uh, that he, he is, right? Phidias is okay, right? Is, yes. Okay. Phidias, Phidias is good. Bruce didn't Sorry. finally get to him. That was the yeah, wrong, wrong tense there. <laughs> Bruce is like, um, quarantine this motherfucker! And he's... <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that impersonation. No, I don't either, actually. I think it was, was good, though. Was it? <laughs> I, um, I don't know. Because I, I never actually I, heard him say anything in anger. No, that's true. But anyway, no. He's one um, of our most faithful listeners, so... It's good yeah. if I insult him at least once an episode. So yeah, Phidias no, got I, it back to you. Yeah, he he uh, he gave it back to me um, years yeah. later. So it was yeah. just a card back, is that right, or was it actually a carded Beeling pilot? It well, it was. It, it had the figure, but it was stapled to the front, so it was you know, it was still really 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 nice, and I I was happy to get it back. So um, anyway. Um, God, where were, where were and we? And at that point uh, in your life, you were like working for your dad, and you were like going down to Mexico all the time, and. Yes, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. yeah back so it would in, have been uh, really heartless of you to just trade that away for a couple of marbles, but <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Well, uh, now, now le- lessons learned. Lessons yeah. learned. Um <laughs> uh let's see, where where were we? Oh yeah, we were talking about the Canadian Nikto. Um yes. was there anything else to, to say about this other than someone got gypped? Well, first of all, don't use that term. <laughs> um you know that's highly racist, right? Uh oh, I guess I should uh I yeah. should be better informed. Well, basically anytime you refer to anything negatively uh as like gypped or being a gypsy or anything like that, like oh, the, I, the, yeah, the, the okay, Roma I... are a whole group of people. I'm just I'm just letting you know because now that I'm married to a European and I used that term once and it was basically like I like said, "Oh, that person's a total N-word." Like that's how she heard it. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, um Good someone to someone got totally ri- ripped off. Yes, ripped off. My reputation um, as a feminist neckbeard is not going to be improved by this little conversation, but that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, my, my apologies. But, um, but what I'm thinking is is we should also probably have another check-in with some Canadians. Um, I'm curious because obviously there's also the Nien Nub on a 48-back. Right. So is it just, like how common was this like oops we have an offer on a previous thing you know so. right 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 crossing over the like the past generations card back yeah 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 um steve i'm loving this episode 
<laughs> that is really fun. I'm having fun with yeah, that, it's it's good. Um, junkie, let's see. banging the gong around. Oh, <laughs> uh, where where are we here? Well, I think um, I think we're at the unloved. So there's that's a, there's right, a lot of yeah. unloved to get. I have brought an unloved, and you brought an unloved. Oh, so let's get to unloved. Okay, Steve. So, uh, you know, we've done a lot of your unloved stuff. Let's do one of my unloved stuffs. That sounds great. Yeah. What, what, what do we got? Well, I thought it'd be fun to talk about the the calendars. All um, oh, right. So this yeah. is a, a very underappreciated realm of the hobby, which are these mostly, I believe, Hungarian. Um, yes, Hungarian yeah. pocket calendars that they would give out at uh, at banks, and it's just like a standard thing where you just give out a give out you know you, you put your name on the bank and then people carry. I guess Hungarians need to know what day it is a lot <laughs> on their clock. I don't really understand what it is, what's going on in Budapest, um, but it's this really funny picture, and I haven't seen this picture anywhere else, and it's Nikto next to Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It's that famous scene of Boba Fett where he's like doing his little head nod. I never noticed right. Nikto next to him. He's got that like <laughs> weird like he looks like the guy who's cramping somebody's style. Like Boba Fett yes. is all super rad and he's got his dented helmet and he's sitting there and he's like That's He's no good to me, Dan, he's all that stuff. And Nikto's just like, Hi <laughs> are you are you bounty hunting now? I mean I know you're not bounty hunting now, I sound like such a fanboy, but like what are you up to? I can I stand here? I mean, I know I can stand here, but are you cool if I stand here? And I, am I cramping your style? Nah, it's cool, man. Java, Java sucks, right? I mean, what do you think about Java? Yeah, he sucks. My God, who my God? Look, that's Luke right there. Oh man, yeah. So this is just great. There's yeah. something about this expression. He just looks. He's trying to look badass, but he just can't. He, he just can't. And this is, yeah, this is one of those other Nictos like that we were talking about earlier. He's, he's. I think this might be the guy that that Lando fights on the skiff. Okay. Um. Yeah. It, it, but I don't remember seeing this anywhere else either. So. Um. Yeah. It's. <laughs> uh, An odd yeah, publicity his... still of of Boba Fett and Nicto. Right. In a. Just in the in the palace just just chilling um, with return of the jedi the title slightly cropped out <laughs> yes and also yeah. you know steve i mean your turtle passed right yeah he did so i mean yeah. you know i mean maybe nikto would be a good character for you because you loved your turtle and he looks like a turtle I did. yeah 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 i mean does he it's look true. like a turtle i i think i think he does he's got the the kind of beaked face have you thought about getting another turtle? Uh, we have, but probably not until Eleanor can maybe have one of her own. That's that's kind of Aww. what I'm thinking. Yeah. I feel like um, I came up with a name for your turtle, Steve. <laughs> Did you now? Yeah, Assy Nick. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just telling you, Steve. You know, we plan on knowing each other the rest of our lives, and you will definitely get a turtle at some point in the rest of your life. You are yep. naming that turtle Assy Nick. I don't care what <laughs> Eleanor says. I don't care what Tessa says. I don't care what you say. That turtle's name will be Assy Nick. Yep, that's that's it's it's 
it's in a you know in the contract now. It's happening. It's... I I I was cool with you know you coming up with your you know name for your own kid and everything. That's great. Right. right. But but Assy Nick, yeah. <laughs> oh uh, God, why am I that's... so dark and depressing today? Oh man. <laughs> Uh, no, that was that was good. That yeah, that was, was that was good. <laughs> All right, so so let's uh, get to your unloved item, Steve, because so uh, I I have a beef to pick with your unloved item. I'm sure I'm I, I'm I guess I'm not surprised, but um, sometimes I I feel like the stuff I picked is it it's it's pretty well loved, but um, anyway, uh, what I picked this time was the uh, Battle at Starlax Pit board game, um, and what made me think of it was and i thought you know i'm pretty sure nick Doe's depicted on this thing and sure enough he is he's in this you know really really glorious artwork on the front of this box it, it i think it depicts maybe what <laughs> the skip battle was meant to look like in george's head like you were talking about a little right. more epic um well let's talk about what this is a little bit more yeah yeah sure so it's a board game yes it came board out game. And the reason I'm bitter about it is going back to bad family memories, having oh, hanging no. on with my, you know, way too hippie-ish parents, uh, to put it kindly, um, that when we were in Rhode Island in our summer home, the place where I got married and, you know, yep. where Steve was there, like, there was no cable and no TV, and there was nothing to do and no video games, and we had this battle at Sarlacc Pit. But if, oh. if you have kind of checked out parents who aren't interested in doing any work, and then you have, like, a seven-year-old kid. This game is useless. You <laughs> you have to have a doctorate degree in origami to get this game going. I, like yeah, I it's some kind of weird folded together thing that you have to do, and yes. it is such a frustrating mess. And so I remember yeah. very keenly being there, and just feeling like this is my favorite movie. This is one of my favorite scenes. I can't wait to play this. This box, like Steve is playing, saying, is just beautiful. Like the scale is just gorgeous. Jabba's barge is gigantic, and the skiff is here, and the Requay are falling off, and Lando's hanging on the bottom, and Luke <laughs> is swinging away, and 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 even I mean Chewie just looks absolutely badass in this. Image. Yes, he does. Yeah, it's a like what it's. There's some really strange stuff going on in this image compared to what what took place on screen. And, um, and so I saw that, and then I opened it yeah. up, and there's like <laughs> these dinky figures and these kind of cool cards, <laughs> and I I couldn't figure out what to do at all. Like the directions yeah. took a lot of time. My parents were right. probably like, "What? No." So I never got to play it. So that that's my my bad family that's, memory. I think it's a very it's a valid beef because you know I I was pulling up a, an old blog post that Amy Schoberg had done, kind of highlighting all the board games and she points out in here that in fact three quarters of the instruction book is devoted to the assembly instructions so, right like it's much it was much tougher to put the thing together than actually play the game um and it's it's very strange like yeah the, the figures there is a little the way that the conceit of this is that you have you know your your heroes and then you have the bad guys which is a bunch of gamorian guards which like in the on the artwork, you just see a bunch of Gamorrean guards on the skiff rather than all the different characters, and then you have one Nikto and then Boba Fett. That's your kind of bad guys you have to go through, and uh, the figures are so crudely done. It's so strange, um, but I actually I love the the artwork on the cards. Uh, 
Yeah, I had, it is very I'd nice. come across some of these before, and I had made copies, and I actually made magnets out of the artwork on those cards. So I, I think I sent you a picture of, of Nikto on our fridge. <laughs> yes. But uh, it's it's the it's the Kenner Nikto, not not the actual, you know, not some of the other ones you see, but it's it's the one that's in action figure form, which you don't see him very much else, you know, other than the figure. So, um, yeah, I just... Uh, yeah, crappy yeah. game. Have you ever, I mean, is it crappy? Have you ever played it? I I feel like I ran into the same frustrations with, with you. Because I, I bought this, I think, at a, a California collector's get-together simply for the box because I really like the artwork. I'm like, oh, let's let's see what's in here and try and put it together. And I immediately just put it back and, and <laughs> left, it, left it in the box. Wow. It's just, uh, yeah, it's, but it's hey, too bad. It, it is Nikto's time to shine. It is, yeah. Nikto really gets... A, a real, you know, it's it's him and Boba Fett. It's it's the dream of the Hungarian car. It is exactly. See, this all yeah. ties together. It I does. feel like there was a time, maybe, where it seemed that Nikto and Boba Fett were going to be kind of like you know the new duo, you know, the new guys, Han and Chewie, but for the bad guys, you know, it's just just you and me, right, Boba? <laughs> but Boba just goes, he's no good to me. <laughs> Dead? No, no. Just he's no good to me. I, I don't want right. anything to do with this guy. <laughs> he smells and he just keeps eating lettuce. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is this is definitely. And let's just okay. Let's get to the main issue, which is okay. this apostrophe s. Yeah. yeah Sarlacc's yeah, yeah. pit. What is this? Ruth's Chris. Did <laughs> you try to explain Ruth's Chris Steakhouse to a non-English speaker? It doesn't make any sense. No. Um, no. So yeah, Sarlacc's pit. They don't call it, it's the Sarlacc pit, right? Yeah, yeah, or the the pit of Carcoon or where whatever. It's not the Sarlacc. It's not Sarlacc's pit. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Sarlacc is the monster, right? Yeah, yeah. Weird. Sarlacc is the monster. Very, very weird. Um, but um, well, that's an awesome. Yeah. Hey, well, how about Turnabout, right? Where the most unloved Nikto items are the ones that are affiliated with Boba Fett. Mm, yeah. One dollar flicks. Market watch. So, Steve, you came up with some kind of market watch. I don't know what this thing is. You don't? Okay. It's really fun not having other people on the show. I mean, it's fun having other people on the show. But uh, it's we haven't done just a you and me episode. I don't, in I don't think I don't. Yeah, I, I can't remember the last time. But uh, speaking of like having done not done something in forever, I hadn't done a market watch in years. Like to actually like look stuff up and put it together. So it was actually really fun to do this. Um, so the the conceit I had for this is that it's a two parter. Uh, the first is it just posing the question, which is more valuable, <laughs> an original Kenner carded Nikto or a modern Hasbro vintage collection collection Nikto and uh, <laughs> the answer uh, is that the modern figure <laughs> actually sometimes sells more <laughs> than an actual good condition vintage one which is wow. it's just it's the that's the greatest tragedy uh, if I've, I've ever seen one um, so I, I sent you an example of a pretty nice Nikto uh, 77 back it's in good good condition, but it's not graded, and it sold for fifty four ninety five. And then uh, a second example was the the modern 
remake of this basically and that sold for like 66 bucks and this wasn't the only case i I found multiple examples of this and i just thought that was really funny (laughs) well yeah the the i remember so yehuda's father is famous for sending him gigantic boxes of garbage (laughs) and when i say sending him gigantic boxes of garbage if you ask his wife that is a completely accurate description if you ask him, he would tell you it's a mostly accurate description. <laughs> like, he just goes to swap meets uh, in Florida. Like, that's what he does. Like, that's his his passion. And mm-hmm. he has a good eye, and he buys lots of stuff that's not garbage. But then a lot of stuff that is garbage. And he just sends it all to Yehuda. And so one time we were there when he got one of these packages. And in it was one of these vintage collection uh, wickets. Oh, and okay. one of these uh, vintage collection uh, Princess Leia slave slave gear. Okay, and uh, and he's like, "Oh, take them. It's fine because the kids love Ewoks and they love Princess Leia. They're worth like eighty bucks a pop." <laughs> yeah, I I was shocked. Yeah, the, that vintage collection uh, is, I think, really hard to put together. I think they really sold them in pretty low numbers. Yeah, um, yeah. certain ones of them. And I can see the I can see the value. I can see the the desire to to try to put them together because they do look like old Kenner stuff. And I bet an entire run of those looks nice and is fun to have, especially on the fronts. I mean, this we're doing this, Steve. We're talking about Hasbro. Um, yeah, yeah. I, the, the there's something charming about the fact that this has an offer, and the <laughs> offer is not actually trying to imitate an old offer. No, it's no. saying you could win a life-size Darth Maul s- statue signed by George Lucas. <laughs> Actually, I kind of yeah. like that. <laughs> That'd be sweet. So, like, it's this cool Darth Maul sticker on there, and right. that's—I don't know—it's kind of ugly. It sort of doesn't fit. It's like a real offer. It's like the way they would have done it. Yeah, it, it's in the same spirit as the vintage offers, which yeah, you gotta appreciate that a bit. Um, yeah. Yeah, I I like this vintage collection. <laughs> um, I've been wasting my time, Steve. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. so that's ten bucks yeah. more than a good vintage '77 back. Uh, yep. De- debut card back of Nikto. Exactly. Just, wow. Yeah. Crazy. Um, so the second part of this, uh, this is a, a broader topic, really, which is talking about the power of the Force, Nikto. Yes. So, Let's give Nikto his time to shine. Yes. What makes Nikto special? Why <laughs> is he a good boy? Because he has one and exactly one figure that makes him interesting. General <laughs> Maydeen has his tri-logo, right? Mm-hmm. This is the tri-logo of Nikto. The tri-logo. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So this this Australian release only so these power of the force carded nictos were sold in australia along with some some others uh, which i think we've talked about in market watches in the past but but let's see how many of these i can name (laughs) okay so this is australian only power of the force figures yeah you got nicto uh-huh you got gamorian guard yes you got yoda uh i'm not sure on that one I'm pretty sure, Steve. You probably. I'm, I'll, I'll trademark his stupidity. Yeah. And well, does Yak Face count, or is he only in Canada? No, yeah, Yak Face. 
I, I thought Yak Face was was Canada, but no, no, um, it's it's Canadian packaging. Oh, oh, you're talking about just the yes, but it was released sold. in Australia. Right, 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 right. Yes. All right, yeah. all right. You know, I'm gonna look it up on the uh, on the archive. <laughs> so, what are the four that were only released? ATAT driver, Gamorian guard, and Nikto. Okay, so that's those three. Yes. Um, so, yeah, what, what's odd about the Nikto and the Adat driver is that both of those were sold with Warwick Ewok coins. So neither of those characters had Power of the Force coins made for them. So they just packaged them with Warwick, because I'm sure that was the one they just had a ton of. Um, Wait, but, wasn't that the card that was on the back? Uh, what do you mean? So if you look at the at the back of a... Oh, like a 92 back? Yeah, any card back, isn't the back of that, isn't it Warlock? The, the oh, sample image? That's, that's, you're, you're right. I forgot about that. Steve, yeah. I am schooling you. Dang. My trademark is smartidity. <laughs> There you go. Okay, so that that so, that makes complete that sense. makes sense because at least you'd get the same coin that's on the yes, back of the figure. Yes, it's on the back. So you're, they're not lying to you. Yeah, not. yeah. <laughs> but boy, it is what a off. loser you have to be to not even get a coin in the POTF realm. <laughs> um, what's also weird too, though, I mean that that makes that all makes complete sense. That's why the work is there. But they made coins for the skiff and they made coins for the adat. So I thought you know they could at least put a generic kind of somewhat matching coin with these figures, but they didn't do that. I think it just, and those coins are, are really, really tough to come by on their own. So it's one of those things where like, I think the, like being obsessive, I would rather, if I was going to get the Nikto, I would want the skiff coin to be on there and same right. with the, the driver. But, um, but you yeah. need to really drive home just yes. how useless and unloved yeah. these characters are. <laughs> yes, you really do. Like, yeah. Uh, you're some kind of sand monster frog turtle guy. Here, just take the little bear thing. I don't yes. care. So, yeah, though those two um, yeah, got the Warwick coins. And then, you know, yeah, like you were saying, like the, this carded figure is, it is really, 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 really tough to come by. And, and because, if you remember from my poem, Steve, <laughs> Nikto has horns on his head. And those horns keep you away. <laughs> but they also break through the bubble. Yes. So the, the thing that I remember very specifically from back in the Rebel Scum days were people getting Gamorrean guards and Nyctos from Australia and having them packaged in the a in the AFA cases and having them burst right through because yep. they are br brittle brown bubbles from Australia, um, which apparently is a very humid place. I will I will take... Steve, how many Australians have we had on the show the last couple of days? We didn't ask them if it's humid in Australia. <laughs> well, it's an entire continent. I'm sure parts of it are humid. Uh, yeah, so that's that's definitely one of the most special things about Nikto. That if you did decide, you know what, screw it, I'm gonna put together a Nikto run. I'll just get to go. Ugh. Yep. So that's a, that's a tough one. So um, we're now going to take you on a rocket ship. <laughs> Back into time, back through space, and we're going to talk about the fluctuating value of a Australian, Australian only, Nikto Assy Nick.
did you? With a wow. walrus coin. You, you got there at the end. That was... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it did not turn into my Bane impersonation like most do. <laughs> most times, yeah. Good night, uh, mate. I'm going to... Oh, go to Perth. Oh. Alright. Um, yeah, so, so you had posted this toy shop ad a couple of years ago and you just titled your post perspective and oh, it's yeah. it's a, a 90 1994 toy shop ad for australian power of the force figures dude that was so douchey of me <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i am so yeah. embarrassed to be myself right now <laughs> oh it's okay to post a uh uh to post a toy shop but, thing right right but just writing perspective <laughs> is one word dude get out of here steve you this is where i need you to like be like sky maintain dude oh my god well see it's it's helping us now i mean i i it is um so yeah i love that a lot of people listen to the show probably don't probably think i'm as much of a douche as i sort of pretend to be on on the show um so they're probably thinking like sky is that really where you're going to draw the line at being douchey but okay so it's from a 1994 perspective Oh my god! That's like um, that's like Gwyneth Paltrow levels of oh my god! <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Uh, okay, so the price back then. No, no. First of all, this picture is gorgeous. It just says Australian Star Wars Power of the Force. Okay. Yeah. So you have Yak Face, Anakin Skywalker, ATAT Driver, Nikto, and Gamorrean Guard. Right. And Power of the Force Yak Faces. Oh. On on cards other than mint, yeah. on cards other than mint, save money and the cards are still presentable. Right. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So you could get a Nikto. Well, we'll go through the other ones just because they're fun. Yeah, I think carded yak yeah. face for four fifty. Yep. Uh, Anakin four seventy five. ATAT driver two sixty five. Gamorrean guard one twenty five and a POTF yak face uh, on a card that wasn't mint for three hundred and sixty. Right. Wow. So Nikto, yes, a nice little bargain of one hundred and forty-five dollars. So okay, one hundred and forty-five dollars in nineteen ninety-four. Yeah. So let's flash forward roughly twenty years ish. Um, okay. There's one that was sold, I think, in April of two thousand fifteen, and that one it went ten times as high. So fourteen fifty, and that one, like you were talking about, had a cracked bubble. So it's it's just this is just where the the thing's starting to take off. The next year, October 2016, a nice condition one uh sold for 4,250. And then if you skip ahead uh to 2018, you had one listed at just under 6,000. And that one I think uh I think that one might have even had a, a bubble issue as well. Um and then another just a year ago roughly 6,800 one sold uh, that was in good condition. So you just see this. It's just nuts. I mean, you think about, man, 1994. <laughs> yeah. What, what could you have done? Yeah. Um, so and now. Six, $6,800 yes. up from 145 Yep. And there's two currently listed on eBay. One uh, is a graded in 80 for a listed price of $11,999. And then uh, you have an AFA 85 
for $13,999. I don't know what the actual last one sold for, but it just goes to show, you know, the the astronomical rise of of Nikto from wow. Australia. Aussie Nick, <laughs> not Aussie Nick. <laughs> Wait. No, that couldn't be. What? Could that be that's why it says Assy? <laughs> uh, I I don't know. That's <laughs> I mean Assy could... you could see potentially somebody whose English is not their first language and they're at the factory. Yeah. You know cuz most of those smile things weren't from the they were like most of the things that we have are sort of like not from when the figures were first come out, but just sort of checking the run, right? To make sure it was okay. Right. right. I think that might be it. <laughs> no, I, I think we're good. I think um, we'll do a little bit of our feedback. We didn't get much feedback from the pod mask thing. I was really no. afraid because I felt like maybe I went a little bit too hard, kind of like laughing about Oscar cases. Oh, Because um, oh, yeah. I really do like Oscar. And I... the. I was teasing, you know, I was saying how the cases were bad, but I never even gave him a chance to correct it. So that's kind of on my, that's sort of a my bad. You know what I mean? Right. And I yeah. think I was, I was, I was a little bit harsh, but fortunately no one cares. <laughs> so uh, no one said anything. No one said anything about the Argentinian stuff, you know, getting no. worse. No. <laughs> so, you know, hey, I'm just a crusader. If crusaders weren't evil, which they mostly were. <laughs> Wow. Um, yeah. So yeah, that's our feedback. And next week we're gonna get a hold of Joe and and do uh, eight d eight. Ah, yeah. We should. I really should try and track him down. Um, and uh, yeah, I know. I know we were trying to check in with Ron at some point too for another uh, blog log, which I don't know if it'll come out before this or not. But um, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's good to be on another round of characters. Yes, it is. <laughs> and uh, as always, this is the the longest, um, the longest we have ever been tied in fantasy baseball. So we're we're well into April, and uh, we're still I still have a chance. I still have a chance. Wow! Yeah, crazy times. Cool. Well then, uh, Wampa Wampa. Adios. With this colorful Star Wars picture to play that and to get